0: Before we wander on into the episode, I just want to make sure that everyone goes out there and hits up the YouTube, check out the Spotify, check out Apple, wherever you're listening or watching to this uh, podcast, is to go down, like it, subscribe, hit the bell if it's YouTube, make sure you're getting those reminders. We do put these out every week, um, so make sure you do do all that. It helps us out, and in the long run, we can make better things. So again, Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff.
1: To me, when we were out in the desert where we saw first initially saw them practicing with their rovers, I'd say that's probably the most unusual place I've been because the dirt in the desert and the way it just was and looked just totally looked to me like... Mars. I was like, well, no wonder you'd have a Mars. Like... Clink, clink. Hey, 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 there, guy and gals and our wanderers <laughs> listening around. How are you guys?
0: Yeah. This is an exciting one today. How you been, man?
1: Oh, man, I have been great. Except this weather we've been having out here is bipolar as shit. I kid you not. So it's like one day, it'll be 10 to 20 degrees and snowing. And literally the next day, it'll be 50, 60 degrees and all the snow is melted. All of it melts, right? And look at this. Look at this. Pull up weather. Okay. Well, that's Sealy Lake. Sorry, we're not in Billings. <laughs> we're not Billings here anymore. So, so today, our high is 48, and yesterday, our high was 60, and Monday, our high is going to be 12, and on Tuesday, our high is going to be negative two.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we're getting similar weather. We're supposed to get like two inches of snow tonight, and it was like 60, 65 yesterday, so. It's just
1: boo-boo. Like, yeah we're,
0: we're uh we're on that and last week it was the same it was like start of the week was cold yeah. then it warmed up to like 60s at the end of the week and it's like i, I don't know maybe the weather doesn't like mondays it's like monday's just the cold day
1: <laughs> honestly dude it's crazy no it's honestly what it is it's the days thea travels to billings from <laughs> Oakland. <Lake.
0: laughs>
1: it doesn't uh, matter
0: it's there's climate a, change. Let's be real.
1: Honestly, it's exactly. There's no, it should be just cold right now.
0: Yeah. No, but it, it's climate change.
1: <laughs> yeah. We could be real on this podcast and talk real. Yeah.
0: I mean, things. we've been having like 60, 70 degree weather days in February. Like, that's not a thing for Oregon.
1: It's not a thing for Montana yet. Here we are. Yeah. And it's just like fucked.
0: Okay. Well, right have on. you been enjoying the days that have been nice?
1: I mean, yesterday was a nice day, but the problem out here in Billings is the wind. Uh, so when you get out to, you know, Eastern Montana, it gets real windy, um, especially this time of year, because it's pushing, it's pushing those fronts. So like my neighbor literally, right. You know, I look out the window here, I can look out and see it. Oh God. Um, there's a piece of the trim on the roof. Yeah. it's like. The trip, the people who did the the siding on this apartment complex or, you know, this complex did a terrible job. <laughs> and I, I want to make that known. They did a terrible job. They were lazy. <laughs> they left shit all out. They like that's, I mean, that trim piece has kind of been hanging for a while now, but the wind has been so bad it's ripped it off and it's hanging about a foot off the building. Oh, dang. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh shit, what takes it? that one day it's just going to rip off, you know? Cause that wind is pop, pop,
0: Yeah. That'll be the day where it comes, but so, so you haven't gotten outside at all.
1: I mean, like I go down to the river. Um, I mean, since we last recorded, I don't know actually, if I've been out and about, um, I kind of took this weekend myself uh, to do some internal stuff, you know, get the Jeep kind of secure and ready, get, um, clean my garage, clean my house. Um, cause I'm actually going to be headed your neck of the woods here, uh, the end next week. I'm going to be out in Oregon. Um, why? You know, cause I'm, I'm going to fly New Orleans for Mardi Gras.
0: Oh, that's right. You're going to, you're doing that whole spiel.
1: Yeah. We're going to figure it out. And everyone's yeah, backed nice. out. Everyone's huh? backed out. Everyone's backed out on Tyler, except Josh Santina and I.
0: Oh, nice. A small,
1: little group. <laughs> yeah. It started out as 12. It's going to be four nice uh, no um, what have you done? you get out in there I see you run
0: yeah I've been out I've been out more than usual lately um, I've had some weekends off so I've been running uh, last weekend I did a. Um, it's essentially most people hike it because most of the people I passed on this they were uh, they were hiking it but I decided to do a, a trail run so it's called Bolt Mountain in Grants Pass, Oregon.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, it was. It's a nice little. It was a nice little uh, climb. Uh, it sucked. It was a hard run, but. So I've been trail running and stuff. I mean, I'm running the half marathon in Missoula at the end of June, and then I have a triathlon in Bend. So that's where all my time is. But luckily, it's all outside time.
1: Yeah, no, that is really cool. Uh, did you bolt up the mountain?
0: Yeah, theoretically, I didn't run like the fastest time around uh, (laughs) the fastest time because I Strava everything. Um, There's people that fly up that mountain when you look at the other times. Um, I thought I was doing pretty good. Um, You know, I think I was like a 10 minute mile for the uphill the whole time. So it took me like 30 minutes to go three miles uphill. So (laughs) Wow. I thought I was doing good, but then I looked at other people's times and they're like at like 20 minutes. I'm like, holy shit.
1: <laughs> that is nuts. People are crazy when it comes to running. I mean, it's it the runner's high is a true thing.
0: Oh, 100 percent I hit it the other day. Yeah. I did like a almost 10 mile run and I got to probably like mile eight and a half. And I don't know if it was it, it must have been the runner's high, but I don't know if it was that, or like, maybe it was the song I was listening to, but I was just like, I was like jamming out as I was running. I was like, all right, maybe we can go for, you know, five more miles. And then no, I, I, know I was just like, I'm glad this is over.
1: No, exactly. I think that's exactly uh, funny. You know, you, you, you say funny, you know, that is funny because I, I totally get it. You know, the mm-hmm. first time I've experienced that I was running a cross country practice, it was like, we were doing like our 10, 12 mile practice, you know, the longer one. Yeah you hit that like exactly what you say you hit about three quarters of the way done and you're just kind of like okay give me another 10 let's yeah. go <laughs> you know
0: yeah 100 percent.
1: yeah no that's good but that's not all we're going to talk today about mark we're, we got we got some cool shit if you if you saw what we had in the title because i'm curious how many of our wanderers like and you guys feel free to message us at wanderingwayspodcast podcast at gmail.com W A N D E R I N G W A Y S P O D C A S T at G M A I L dot C O M and Let us know. I'm curious. I wanna know if you're one of our of our listeners that um, you, you just roll into your episode, you don't you don't look at the title or you read and say, okay, questions. Q and A in the parts. One of my favorites. The Wandering Ways boys are doing it again.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they've noticed the title. I'm sure most most people notice the title. Um, but yeah, no, we are doing another Q and A episode. We have got the questions that you have asked us, and we are going to answer them today. Um, we have a good little batch of questions today i think some really good ones um in my personal opinion so we'll see uh we'll see kind of how this goes but uh we'll start off with this first question that's coming in from us from one of our listeners down in the great state of new mexico
1: oh shit
0: i know i thought this was. I thought this was a fun one. Uh, We don't get much New Mexico or New Mexican. I don't know. What do we call
1: Lobos? New Mexico. Yeah. No, no, New Mexicans and uh, the land of enchantment.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) No, this question comes and
0: the question was, is May too early to go to Olympic National Park? I'm going to come off and say, I don't think so.
1: No, I think that would be a good time because I I look at like the spring and fall, you know, how I look at my calendar, right? I look at it like a circle, okay? My birthday in July, July 13th, you know, middle of the summer, right in the middle up top, I look (laughs) at January 1st is right at the bottom there, you know? They're not equal, it's okay, (laughs) the halves aren't equal, but it's that, you know, you have your equinoxes and the on the on your horizons there, and in the circle. I look at my seasons. That's how it's cut up. So when I look at that, I'm like May. Well, Mark was there in like October. We were in the in the Olympic in October, and that's far enough on the fall side. So that should be you know late enough in the spring that you should be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know the way I the way I look at it is you know, and this is because I this is I grew up on the west coast on the beach area right is i see where where olympic national park is located and it is it's coastal i mean it's like my land and so you're talking may you know may is definitely not too early i mean shit you could probably bust out olympic in march because it's just going to be wet rainy and wet and rainy and olympic might be even better depending on what areas you go to so You know, May is probably a great time because it's going to be a little bit warmer. Um, It will still be somewhat wet in areas. So um, you get that kind of damp feel when you get in. Uh, Spring will be a going. So the flowers will be like phenomenal. So like in reality, May is probably a fantastic time to go because there's also probably not as many people
1: no exactly i mean it's funny i there's these two girls that jared knows that they're in yellowstone right now and they're all shocked based on the amount of people they're seeing and i'm like well you went in february what do you think (laughs) yeah like you know you go in may especially you go before memorial day you know a lot of the national parks like memorial day's opening weekend in their minds you know where uh, some of the tourist towns don't really open up until then. Some yep. of the shops don't open up until then. Some of the roads don't open up until then. Yep. Um, but in Olympic, you know, maybe Hurricane Ridge, depending on snowpack in the year, I could see that being closed.
0: Yeah, but like I could, but, you know, it's so close to the uh, the ocean that I think Hurricane Ridge by May is probably fine
1: i mean i would assume so. it's like the bear tooth pass right like may is the open date for that yeah. so it really depends on snow um i just i don't know that over there I, I i i didn't go up it with you guys or when you and matt did it separately yeah um i you know what i mean so i can't i can't make that call um but it, that would be one thing to keep an eye on i would say yeah that's fair
0: that's fair you know speaking of peak peak um hours or peak times of years um this kind of goes into not necessarily a good question but it is something that i came across that i want to make sure everyone knows about because we did an episode a couple weeks ago about permits and i don't think we talked about yosemite national park and they are instituting a uh, permit system for peak hours as they call it which is a peak time of year essentially um during certain times you could probably squeeze in if you went early enough in the morning but they're starting a permit system may 20th which is about a week or two maybe a week and a half before memorial day which is you know the traditional kick to uh to travel national park season
1: no uh, that's interesting that's good to know I want to say, I think Smokies is on that list too. And I forget, I actually saw some TikTokers, some Instagram or, you know, post uh a lot of the parks that are going to have permit systems in 2022. And it seems like a lot more uh, now, honestly, after we've done that episode, a few more have been announced.
0: Yeah, um, I think, I think so. And I think it's just, honestly, I think it's going to keep getting more and more, um, more and more parks are going to start doing it especially the ones that are close to heavily populated areas um you can control the crowds and honestly it's a great way to get some a little bit of extra money for the park
1: um no you're exactly right i think like the thing you know like i i'm starting to think is when is when is west yellowstone going to start having a timed entry um when is I would say the southern entrance too would probably be another one that would have that uh, maybe the north entrance there in Gardner. Uh, I don't think Cook City would ever get that quite yet. Um, but exactly like you, I, I'm looking at these national parks we've been to. Um, I'd say Zion, you know, they already kind of do. I mean,
0: Zion's got, you know, they have the shuttle system which controls things. They have um, Angel's Landings doing a permit. So, you know, you're already seeing it in Zion, how they control it a little bit more.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if it went to the the cars more so, especially during like a peak season, depending on how like a Yosemite goes. Um, I
0: could see Yellowstone being more of the shuttle kind of system uh, or at least trying to encourage it more.
1: Yeah. And the Grand Canyon.
0: Yeah, I could see the Grand Canyon. Well, the Grand Canyon's got a good shuttle
1: system. They do, um uh, but that what see you when we went. We were smart and went really late and really early in the day.
0: Yeah, so we didn't hit the people.
1: That line. I have seen pictures of that south entrance there in Kanab, or I think Can- canab is the name of the town. I could, be uh, totally yeah, wrong. I can't. Remember. I know the town you're talking about. That might not even be the name of the town. Now thinking about it, I think it might even be like start with something else. <laughs> but the town the main town at the south entrance is in there grand canyon um they i've seen pictures of people just oh my god this is crazy this is nuts and you're like what do you expect like you and everyone else on a saturday want to go to the national park yeah exactly um here's that list real quick of of uh national parks and monuments requiring reservations to you have acadia is also one mm-hmm. uh, That's a new one. Arches, Glacier National Park, Muir Woods National Monument in California is going to also be one. Rocky Mountain is another one. I think they brought it back. I don't think they had it last year.
0: They they did have it last year because it was a COVID, another COVID travel year. I thought they had
1: it the first COVID year, but not the second COVID year.
0: No, they did because I had uh, both my dad and brother and then my sister and brother-in-law used the system um, last
1: summer. Mm, okay that makes sense and then and then uh the zion one. Oh, shenandoah is going to have day hiking tickets that they're testing this year too interesting interesting when we get into that um but no i do think may is a great time for olympic <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i don't I- think the way olympic is set out and i i really like this one park for that reason too because you have the road that goes around the mountain essentially um and there's all those little towns and stuff so there's not really true entrances into the park there are a few right to the ho rainforest the hurricane ridge yeah uh, sold yeah there are those ones that go straight in but the whole park itself it's like you kind of drive around it and find your little pull off or find your hiking trail um and to me that's really cool um, and that's not going to be a permit system, I don't think. So that's something- no, I don't
0: think Olympic would become because of the way that is set up like that. Um, if you were to have um, one of the entrances be a permit system, it would probably be Hurricane Ridge. Um, but outside that, I don't necessarily think there would be um, any any need really for a permit system in that park because. You know, I went in July and it didn't have it didn't have people really like at all, um, even Hurricane Ridge, which is, you know, because it's close to Port Angeles. So you can get a lot of people in that part of the park. Um, it wasn't that busy, even in July when I first went to Olympic and even the whole rainforest when I was in the whole rainforest. Um, that wasn't that bad of a park part of the park either which is normally and it's a small parking lot at the whole rainforest so that can get filled up real quick
1: yeah no i've noticed that when we were there i actually even threw away a metal straw i had in a cup that was one of the first times i bought a metal straw and i i was like yeah i threw it away you know? like <laughs> I was like, oh i guess that was in that cup i threw away back at the whole rainforest no that is a interesting and I want to say when we went, was there a longer hiking trail at the Ho Rainforest? No, so the Ho Rainforest, um, which
0: we have talked about before on one of the episodes about the Olympic, but um, essentially it's just the two smaller kind of like loop ones that you could spend an afternoon in. Or what a lot of people will do is they'll go into the back country there. So if you go really really anything over like three or four miles is you're going in the back country. Um, Mm -hmm. when you get to the whole rainforest now, there's some cool stuff on the like road into the whole rainforest and you can find some trails there, but I think that's actually technically not, um, national park land, um, probably
1: like national forest or something. Yeah.
0: A lot of the trails when you're going towards like the whole rainforest.
1: That makes sense though. Um, you know now because when you do kind of come in that entrance there now looking back at it um and that's another thing like we've talked about before is there's a lot of good national forest land to like i want to say that trail we didn't actually that trail we did in glacier was a national park trail but to me that's very similar to what like a lot of the like national forest trails are around glacier or yeah. you know when you look at like mystic lake hike and certain hikes around montana here and around yellowstone area
0: that's going uh, Going back to the oh, Is May a good time um, I think It'd be a really good time To hit up that Forks area Which is where a lot of the park is Because I believe there's a Sasquatch Festival that time
1: of year Yeah uh, I'm going to call the guy back You know I told the guy call me on Friday And he calls me that, that Thursday That I told him to call me on Friday And I'm like Okay I said I'm busy today, so I couldn't take your call. and I just haven't called them back. But, yeah, they are having their first annual Bigfoot conference up there, um, convention. and It looks like they're tying into the Native peoples as well. Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to try. I mean, Matt really wants to get over there. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's try it. Let's see what we can do.
0: Uh, Yeah, but, you know, that's just another fantastic thing to check out. Uh, Cause that's good squatching
1: territory. It is. It's it's where it's yeah. I mean it's where a lot of sightings have bigfoot have been seen is the Olympic Peninsula area.
0: Yeah, bigfoots and vampires. So, um.
1: well, that's just where they see. That's the thing is that's just where they filmed the show in Forks. Uh, what show is that? The werewolf one.
0: No, it's it's Twilight, and yeah. uh, they actually didn't film the the movies in Olympic, oh. but the author. When she was writing it, I think it's a she that wrote it. She, it's all about Forks in that area because the author really loved that area. So when they filmed the movies, it was really controversial because they didn't do it in the Forks area.
1: Oh, so Matt's a liar.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's all based (laughs) on the books, which were came out before
1: the movies. So, (laughs) well, and Matt told me the movie was filmed there. The shows were filmed there.
0: No, part of the part of the movie was um, filmed in Astoria. So oh,
1: I think I remember you saying that. Well, I want to say I actually, yeah, because the boy, the main boy, I think he's a Native American
0: in Twilight.
1: Yeah, or one of the boys.
0: Yeah, not the main guy. Main guy Robert Pattinson is going to be the new Batman. Who's the other one? I I don't know because there's always there was always I don't even know their actual character names. Um, just so everyone knows I haven't seen the movies but <laughs> or read the books but there's like the team werewolf I think and then there's team vampire and yeah. I don't know who is who I think maybe the werewolf guy is um I don't know
1: but that's what I think it is I think he is native um Matt also that's another matt quote so don't get mad at me if I'm wrong it's Matt <laughs> it really is because he was like I hey, film it here and like, okay Matt
0: and- yeah no the books. We're all about it, um, but moving on to uh, our next question here. This one is a fun question. Um, this one is coming from the from one of our wanders in the great state of California. Um, we get a decent amount of people there, and so and this is a good question, I think. What is the most unusual natural place? you have ever been to
1: you go first
0: this is a tough one um because you know you have those like places that you know they are all natural where you're like you're like this is just like very kind of interesting you know i mean you can make the argument the bacteria of yellowstone is very unusual uh the caves of wind, wind cave can be a very unusual place in the that stand um you know the blue pool is kind of unusual with how blue that water is so you i don't know how i would rank like the unusual feeling you know i always talk about that like that kind of like small kind of eerie feeling you get in the redwoods but i wouldn't call the redwoods an unusual place maybe at uh maybe at the albino uh redwood that's probably the most unusual thing i've seen because it's just this white redwood which is weird so i'm gonna i'm gonna clock in with the albino redwood the christmas tree that's my answer
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like it no that's fair I, i i you know i'm sitting here thinking i'm like where have we been where have i been that's unusual and i'm sure in the moment of some of these places, like, like, yeah, that was a weird valley we went in. And, like, the way all the rocks did this or the trees did this. Um, but when it comes to, like, on the spot thinking like this, I kind of go towards that time we were driving through the middle of the desert from Bryce Canyon all the way over to Canyonlands Moab Arches area, right? Oh, and we're out in the middle of the desert out there and we're looking at the way these hills and stuff were formed and it you know you see some signs on the side of the road about the earth geological and then you start seeing these like mars rover things running around in the desert yeah and then we stopped at that restaurant and we saw all the kids from the colleges with their different like mars team vans and shit and i was like To me, when we were out in the desert where we saw first initially saw them practicing with their rovers, I'd say that's probably the most unusual place I've been because the dirt in the desert and the way it just was and looked just totally looked to me like Mars. I was like, no wonder you'd have a Mars like rover (laughs) building competition out here in the middle of the desert. Yeah, Um, that's
0: a good point. Capital Reef is an unusual place because the way like it sits where it's like going two different directions, like how the land is actually tilted. It's unusual to the eye, but I mean, that's close to the area of the Mars. You just have to keep going East. Um, It's
1: very close to the area, you know, that, that rock, the, the whites and the reds, you know, how they come together, you know, you'd have this red round rock sitting on this like flat red rock, you know, and just the different layers. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I liked Capitol Reef. I really did. That's one park I want to go back and spend a lot more time in. Um, it is interesting, you know, because, I again, like, I want to get down to, like, the pinnacles, I would say, if Capitol Reef, uh, you know, the, like, little rod thing sticking up. Um, they look like the stalagmites or stalemites that you see in a cave, you know, just coming up from the ground. And uh, I want to check that out you know you have like the needle or is that and then you also have it like the island of the sky area um
0: well oh, that's that's um canyon lands
1: yeah that one does that one but yeah, um yeah, island in the, the sky more, is
0: but capital reef i i want to get into more i think you gotta i think you really gotta
1: get into that park um well we kind of what was kind of nice is we didn't really realize that when we did it right and when we did do it we kind of took that first one, you know, you go through the park, there's only really one big spot. The road goes to the park and it's like five miles of the park.
0: Yeah. Maybe. It sounds very big.
1: And there's a hiking trail right off that, um, that you can go up to this arch and we did it. And actually not a lot of people did that hike. Maybe we saw one or two other hikers doing that aspect of it. When like there was a boardwalk down below and we probably saw 20. Mm-hmm. Um, they, what I like about that is it, it is, it is an out of this world park uh the desert is an out of this world place it makes you feel just foreign if it feels foreign um it really makes me want to go explore like the atacama desert down in south america or even uh some of the deserts in asia and you know like the savannah out in yeah. um, africa just because you you see our weirdness in the desert and I'd love to see the weirdness in those places, too.
0: <laughs> I think if you're looking for, like, the best weird desert, desert, I bet you it's Australia.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff down there. Yeah, no, Australia no, is
0: just a weird place because everything's trying to kill you. So, you know, I imagine, like, the desert's got to be extra weird. <laughs> so... I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a good quality net.
1: Well, you know what, Reverend, I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana, and we even have a discount code. That's right, if you use the code rugaroo 10 that's right, that's my Jeep, the Rugaroo. Rugaroo10, 10 rugaru R Uh, You're going to get some you discount on a Blue Ribbon Net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish, or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So
0: again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the c- promo code RUGAROO10.
1: Hey hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier.
0: Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff.
1: Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately?
0: no i have not
1: well he is doing some really cool stuff with the shop ls 574 yes they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls 574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code Wandering Ways, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G, W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount.
0: But yeah. yeah, you know, the the best part about like uh the desert, and really anywhere right right, is there's just all the cool shit. And so cool shit in nature time, if you didn't catch that plug. <laughs> uh, but no, it's time for, again, maybe my favorite part. Um, and this week I've got two. I've got two cool shit in nature.
1: I got some cool shits in nature outside my window here, hooping and hollering in the road. This guy, this kid, I, I, I live next, Well, you're pulling that up, I live next to kind of a busy road that, like, at night, you get a loud truck or something driving by. It's going to wake you up. Yeah. Uh, and he's like three three-year-old kid, and they're just throwing a ball in the middle of the street. And you're like, oh, you haven't been on this road before. <laughs> oh, look at this plant.
0: So this first one is a really cool root system. And I mean it's really cool because it's like holy shit.
1: Oh, it's the whole bucket. And I kind of I know what kind of plant that is. What plant? It's a marijuana plant, Mark.
0: That's not a marijuana plant. Fuck
1: yeah. Look at the look at the leaves and well
0: shit. Actually, it is, ain't it?
1: Look at the branches. That's the root. (laughs) I didn't even know.
0: I because I I was looking at the root plant, the root (laughs) system of this thing. It's just this massive root system. they're pulling and so,
1: out of um, the bucket, of so the yeah, bucket no, over.
0: I mean it's, I mean it's huge. It's I mean, there's, there's no soil,
1: there's no fucking soil. It's all roots. <laughs> Look at that water.
0: Well, yeah, it sits in water, right? So, but it's just the way it like basically fills up the bucket
1: yeah no i was funny no i just i realized that i saw the, the background the plant in the background and then the root system
0: i was like that's a weed plant mark i i i just saw the root system i wasn't looking at the background but no that's it's a no, really cool what... root system so check that out this yeah. next one is a funny one um and i don't know if we've done this before but so this guy's gonna mess with this crab
1: oh he's doing in the shadow
0: yeah, and he's getting the crab to like attack his shadow.
1: <laughs> oh, he's chomping at it like a crab. That's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. This one's just funny.
1: It's you know, and to me, he's not torturing the wildlife there.
0: Like, oh, no, he, because he's using his shadow, so it's it's fairly harmless, you know. Yeah, he's probably stressing them out a little bit
1: but... initially. I'm gonna say initial stress because look at bop bop bop. And then he kind of stops like, oh, I, I'm attacking you, but you're not attacking me back.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's very true. Right. So, so
1: I this brings up a good point, And I have a question for you and a question for our wanderers, you know, um, with Jared, you know, I posted the bear video to the Zach of Wandering Ways account. So if you go to the videos, you'll be able to see it. You go to some of the reels, you'll be able to see the bear that we got on the drone. Okay, at one point during the footage, he has a part of the bear walking across a log and he actually looks up at the drone. And he's like, I don't want people getting mad at me because I'm harassing the animal. I said, a bear looking up at a drone is not harassing a bear. It takes a lot more to harass a bear. Um, I get your concern because you're like the noise, it's noticing the noise most likely or the movement above it. And that's why it's looking up at you. But at the same goddamn time, there's plenty of other TV channels like the Discovery Channel or Nat Geo that show fucking people shooting moose and shooting birds and doing stuff up in Alaska. So I'm like, who cares about like, oh, shit, someone got mad that the bear looked up at it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I think inherently with the if the bear just looks up at the drone that there's not harassment. That is more of like the bears like, well, what the hell is that? Now, if the bear had ran off because of it, and then you kind of kept going after the bear that we can maybe argue is a little bit more of a harassment, but like the sheer, and that's just because like the bear's like, Oh shit, something. And you go and you're like, Oh God, check it out. Type of deal. Whereas, you know, even if you just the bear took off and you're like, Oh crap, it took off and you left. I wouldn't even call that harassment. It's if, you know, the bears clearly like, nah, I don't want this thing, and I'm getting trying to get out. And you're like, all right, let's um you keep falling. Like you see, um, what was it? I saw a video. Um, there was like a moose, or maybe it was an elk or something that's trying to cross like a road, and this car just like basically the whole time right next to it. And so it couldn't cross and it died of exhaustion, right?
1: jesus that Christ, how are they doing that
0: they did for a long time it was like ridiculously yeah long. but that's like, harassment because it's clearly trying to do something and you're actively trying to like mess with it
1: yeah see like i've i've done that exact specific what you said with the moose with an antelope before right we were driving it we're like we just want to see how fucking because the, they wanted to cross the road so we're like let's just see how fuck because these things can run 45 50 miles an hour you know sort of like let's see how fast we can get this fucker running because we want to like be, be like, no, we were going 45 miles an hour with the truck and the ding was running in the ditch next to us. It, I mean, we didn't do it for like a long period of time to fucking kill it. That's why I was like, how long were you doing that? Yeah, like, diet of exhaustion. To me, that's like a couple hours at least because does that, like, with again, the animal have, they have the adrenaline and they're built for that speed, but it was interesting it was because the moose we you, you we think he has a little bit of endurance it's a bigger animal has some endurance yeah,
0: yeah it, it was one of the it, i I don't know if it was it might have been like an elk too i don't know it was one of those bigger animals though not, still not like, yeah
1: i heard animal
0: yeah um it's pretty gnarly that like someone would do it to the point of exhaustion
1: yeah see we left up. we let up because we're like all right like let the fucker be you know you gave it it's fun for the day
0: <laughs> yeah you know? no exactly uh moving back into the questions that we have um and this one kind of goes back to um the capital reef kind of conversation kind of not really a whole lot but this one comes from uh this one comes from the great state of Oregon, actually. This one comes Whoa. in from Oregon. We have a lot of viewers here. Uh, this p- person is probably trying to plan a trip down to Utah um, because question is, out of the Utah Five, which one is your favorite?
1: You answer that one.
0: Oh, first one off no the get because apparently he does want to answer it. But no, if I had to, <laughs> if I had to pick um, I'm willing to bet Bryce would jump up to number one if I ever get into the actual canyon um, because I haven't been in the canyon itself. Uh, Zion, and I know I talk shit about the crowds in Zion, but Zion is incredible.
1: Yeah, fair, 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 fair. You know, I look at like when I look at favorite again, I I've, and I've used this kind of decision-making before is right. What do I most want to go back to? Uh, and for me, it is Capitol Reef. I would say that's that's the park um, because one, there's not going to be a lot of people. Two, you're going to be able to find those spots that are your spots. Uh, now that I've been down that way enough, I know what I'm looking for when I go back down to both, like a cap. Like we could essentially do a Capitol Reef and a Bryce in the same trip. And I would be super happy and excited with because I think you'd get a lot of the hiking in these like unknown parts out of the way. Uh, you know, where we're not necessarily hiking the main trails. We're hiking the the trails in Bryce, in yeah. Cavalry where it takes you. You know, you got to kind of get out and around them because I'm, I'm I want to say I'm sure with Bryce Canyon, there's the trails that come from down below. like you have to go outside of the park to get into them yeah um and the same with capital reef that they both offer that i want to do that uh arches is really busy um
0: although you know arches is a very cool park especially if you get up i think it's like the devil's garden it's the very last thing on the one road because it's literally one road and then it loops and you come back in the one the same road Um, when you get all the way to the end and then you can hike out when you really feel like it's just you in the desert, it's where Vince and I got lost. Um, (laughs) it's a very cool, um, spot. So, I mean, like arches was up there when it comes to this five for me in it. Um, the Zion's just super cool, but I'd probably put like arches right behind it. And then, and then Bryce for right now, but I'm willing to bet if I got into Bryce, it would shoot up.
1: No, and that makes sense. I totally get that. Uh, I I, kind of regret us not hiking around Bryce more that day we were there. I mean, to be fair, we just kind of checked out the main sites and then jumped on over to Capitol Reef to do a hike and then over to Moab. You know, time-wise, it wasn't, like, the best to do. But, yeah, no, I really do wish we would have spent just a hair more time, especially that one trail you do see a lot of everyone's pictures from Bryce yeah because that to me is like we would have done that before everyone else is doing that <laughs>
0: yeah um
1: before it's permitted no <laughs>
0: before it's permitted <laughs> that's i mean that's not a bad way to measure where did you do it before or after the permit <laughs> right um but yeah No. Our, no. Our, our zion's my favorite sounds like capital reef is yours um you know next question i believe you've got this one
1: yeah and we're not going too far from the good old utah which actually you know to me it's interesting you know you look at people when they think of the west i swear to god they think of the grand canyon the utah five and yellowstone (laughs) because we're headed west we're all going west but this one is from daniel martinez down in florida he says, Hello, everyone. My girlfriend and I are doing a quick weekend getaway to Arches National Park uh, before the reservation system starts. We wanted to know uh, any must do trails, sites to see for a full day Saturday, possibly a few hours on Sunday morning. Uh, they are staying in Moab. So any cool places to eat or things to see in town as well? Thank you very much.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, if you're an outdoor guy, uh, Moab's pretty sweet. Um, You know, there's a lot to do, especially if you're into mountain biking. Mountain biking is actually pretty pristine um, in Moab. So, but I don't think you're doing that. Uh, It doesn't sound like you're doing that. Um, but when it comes to arches for a whole day and possibly a few hours on Sunday, I would actually save Delicate Arch for that Sunday morning. You can get in, check out Delicate Arch and then get out because, you know, it's, it's a decent hike. It's not like the craziest hike in the world. And you can really um, you can really kind of see it. Probably if you go early enough, you beat the crowds to it. Whereas again, like I was saying, when you get all the way at the end, which I think is the devil's garden, I believe, um, and you can get out back in there, um, a lot less people when you're walking around and stuff, and there are a lot of cool different arches, there's a canyon out that way too, Um, you can really see how the wind shapes the desert when you get out into that part. So you can spend a whole day just in that area. Make sure you bring water. Make sure you bring food if you do plan to do that. Because I mean, one, I would get water at the visitor's center and probably fill up extra coolers or um, like water bottles or maybe like a bigger jug of water too. Because I don't think there's water out that way. If there is, if I remember right, it was covered in yellow jackets so it wasn't even worth trying to get the water if it was there so um but yeah no that area is where i would spend like a day in arches is all the way at the devil's garden you can see landscape arch which is like it's an arch that's a hundred yards long you can see double o arch navajo arch there's a lot of good arches out
1: that way No, it's a, honestly, it's a cool park. I wish, I wish again, that was that same kind of day uh, we were doing it all uh, that we also threw Arches into the mix with our Bryce and uh, Capitol reef, I think. And uh, to me, Arches is one of those parks that I I think I I do want to go back to spend maybe a full day in uh, just to hike around. Like you said, the devil's garden and some places like that uh, around the area. Um, I like moab it's a good town It's a good jeeper town if you're into that uh the colorado river is also i think fishable in moab i think you can fly fish the colorado river there um which is cool um you have all sorts of like you said it is that it's an outdoorsman's paradise you know it's a it's a bozeman-esque in the desert type town um yeah it's cool it really, it really was a cool spot, really cool place to stay, cool place to do things. Arches is a cool park. Um, it's an interesting one to me. It feels like a park, like a, like a city park with like the monuments, like in the park, you know, with the rocks and the way you drive around them and you can walk up to them and touch them. And it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's it, is, it is kind
0: of, that's true.
1: Especially because all those arches are in such a small concentration area.
0: hmm um yeah that is that is uh very true um and you you know if you really really, really, you're like, I wanna get the most bang out of my buck for this trip um uh, you can also hit up canyonlands um oh yeah, there's was- canyonlands isn't far at all. You can go island in the sky or you can kind of go a little bit south to I think it's the um pin it's the more pinnacle-y part of the park. Um, so you can even use some of your time doing that. Um, you know, if if you did do that route, I would probably just do the early morning of Arches because it's easier to get in and out to Arches. See, see some really cool arches, and then you can kind of get out. Um, whereas Canyonlands, you probably have to spend a little bit more time, truly more time in um, Canyonlands rather than like Arches. While it deserves more time, you can get in and out pretty quick.
1: Yeah, I think a weekend trip for that park and that park only isn't, isn't a bad way to plan a weekend.
0: Yeah, and you um, make Moab your home base.
1: Exactly. And the, I mean, that brewery was nice to eat at. I'm, I've, I've seen people uh, talk about this area and like, there is a lot of good restaurants in Moab or places to eat. Uh, they're not necessarily disappointed uh, no. by the options, I think. Um, no not not bad at all you know i think you'll have fun in arches definitely i want to go back uh, there's a great
0: hostel if you want to stay in hostels there it's like called the lazy lizard that's one you guys stayed in yeah that's the one uh uh vince and i stayed in where we didn't even stay in the hostel we just paid for a spot to put our tent oh nice (laughs) so yeah Yeah. it it was nice i mean it was hilarious because like we're like hey can we put our tent up and he's like well I don't know so we walked back there and he's like your tent fit in this spot and it was like I mean tents on tents on tents just all kind really? of like yeah and he's and we're like yeah well that will fit and he's like all right there you go
1: yeah <laughs> really running a tight ship huh
0: oh yeah I mean it's such a it's a very hostile kind of experience so
1: I, thought <laughs> I, mean, I, I, found- I
0: love it though so
1: I'm excited for this summer because I think you'll be super excited for the host, the hostel experience up in Glacier in the chalet,
0: the chalet. Yeah,
1: I know. I, I can only, I can only imagine you up there. You're going to be chatting Kathy with the, with the hosts. I know it. I know it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The no, I of that. your experience
0: got to make the most of your experience.
1: Cause if you don't, what, like, wh- why are you even showing up? Bingo. Exactly. You know, why even fucking get the fuck out of bed yeah i ask, exactly i ask myself that question a lot in a lot of things in life because it's like of course i'm going to give it 110 percent because it's my name on the fucking thing
0: like
1: yeah. i think i you know we talked about going down i'm going down to mardi gras right and the eight people that backed out on tyler tyler gave him notice in like august of like hey if you want to come and people were like you know now's the time to save money that's why i'm doing it now and he didn't he did what he did. You know, college kids are college kids. It is what to expect, but God, it's that same type of thing. It's like, you hear people, I want to do that. I, you know, oh, I would love to go. And it's like, you're the only one that controls your destiny, folks. Like if you want it to look good, only you can make it look good. But if you want to half-ass it, just know other people will see that you half-assed it
0: exactly
1: <laughs> exactly all right, all right i think we got one more question one more i think this is a good one i got or you or do you want to? i know you have one more too i think we both have one more
0: well we, we really only got time for one more um before i have to be that guy so um i think your question fits more into mine than mine
1: okay well we'll do this ready Uh, Rachel here uh, looks like she's from Kentucky Uh, travel nurse taking her next assignment in Montana go back to Kentucky I'm just kidding welcome to Montana Uh, we are driving from Kentucky and have never been west we are so excited I also have my husband and children three four and 16 we plan on visiting Glacier Yellowstone and Teton while in Montana Any recommendations on places to go, stay, eat, must-seize, et cetera, during our journey there? Thank you in advance.
0: Well, lucky for you, it's Rachel, right? Lucky for you, Rachel. Uh, We are literally doing a Montana series right now. Um, You know, we've broken down Montana generally. We've done Yellowstone. uh, And we've got many, many more parts of Montana. That's kind of the theme of a lot of these episodes Um, that were hidden here and there. So I encourage you to, one, check out all of those uh, episodes that we have um, on the Wandering Ways podcast. Um, But if I, I mean, I don't have the most experience in Montana, but if I were to say uh, anywhere that's not one of the big heavy hitters, um, again, for places I've been in Montana, I'd say the Missoula Sealy Lake area. Um, and that's just where I've been. That's not a big heavy hitter. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff in that area.
1: The Bob Marshall. No, that's <laughs> the area. That's the area that is uh, the Sealy area. It's called like Bob Marshall Wilderness. Um, so if you want to tell your friends that you sound a little local when you're, when you come to Montana next, Mark,
0: um, Out um, you're the
1: Bob. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> no, there's plenty of cool spots here in Montana, especially, I mean, you got young kids, which is hard, I think, uh, so you're not going to be doing as much, I think, as you would like to, uh, and if you're like, Rachel's like, no, F you, Zach, I, I have, my kids will go anywhere, I push them and take them, well, good for them, Um plenty towns any walk into any small town here any bar kids can go in you know so there's always food available good food if you like fried food you're going to a bar you know there's a lot of fried food in this state um and if you get into the bigger towns like the bozeman's the missoulas the Kalispells the billings you know great falls there's things to do nice places all different variety of stuff uh helena um there's a lot of state park tourism there's a lot of uh like you know skiing snowboarding snowmobiling opportunities you know uh anything outdoors in montana is is on the table um and you know and i say that like yeah you can go dog sledding i've seen people in sealy lake dog sled um just all sorts of crazy different activities in that sense different places to go you'll you'll never be bored um, the problem I think with, with Montana is the problem I, I came into last night with Jared is, you know, we weren't, we weren't really doing anything and, you know, we went ax throwing the night before and bowling the last weekend. So it's like, well, what else is there really to do? And I think that's the problem, uh, you run into, especially with youth, uh, is there really isn't a lot of the in-house entertainment kind of activities to do um and it's you know that's that's the downfall but other than that i mean fuck, just find anything outdoors is there
0: yeah no uh, montana is very outdoorsy you'll have a blast um moving out um if you get in you know you like doing uh, outdoorsy things um which i'm sure you do if you're asking that question um but yes anyways it is time for me to be that guy, and I'm going to be that guy. And it's time for our, our final words. So, final words, my guy.
1: You know, it's very, it's very sad when we have to come to this part of the episode because, as, as you know, you wanderers probably don't listen uh it's just me listening at this point no I'm just kidding uh I really if you are listening right now thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts here at Wandering Ways we appreciate you guys I mean it's crazy how much my life has changed since we've started this podcast in the sense that everything I do I think about how can I better share that experience or that adventure with other people you know so when I'm down in New Orleans, uh, you'll see uh, my videos on the Rougarou, uh, maybe, you know, I won't be it on Zach of Wandering Ways as I like to keep that more nature specific. But like, if you want to follow me in the adventure firsthand, the Ruguru is going to have those stories um, and you're going to be able to see these adventures. Um, but I think about like, hey, what can I share and show? Because I understand not everyone listening can have that. So what can I do for you guys? that can show you these trips and show you these places better. You know, I'm always open for that. Uh, But I'm always thinking that way because I know, you know, we, we talk about our interviews, uh, you know, and we did the one with big red eye and he talked about, they took that one guy reaching out and said, you know, thank you. I am into this stuff and I haven't been able to do it because, you know, I had a leg issue and I can't go hiking around as well as I used to. And, you know, here he is, but I can live it and see it through your videos and that's something that you know, I like hearing, and I know that there's some of you wanderers out there, and I know that there's people that care and want to see these things, um, and that can't, so I just hope that we're giving you our best uh, when we tell you these stories, and we show you these images, um, and that you guys enjoy them. If not, you know, you can unsubscribe, that's fine, it won't hurt my feelings. (laughs) Just kidding. All right, Reverend, your turn.
0: Uh, Final words of wisdom from the Reverend. Uh Reverend's final words. Um, <clears throat> you know, stay beautiful, everyone. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you all. Uh, you guys are amazing. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, all that fun stuff. Hit the bell, whatnot, all that cool stuff. Um, hopefully by the time this comes out, I have a cool video from a trip about a year ago. Um, you know, so I don't know. I'm still waiting on some stuff to get back to me, but hopefully soon. You think As you'll it? edit it? What's that? You
1: think it'll be edited, or just that you'll have the video back?
0: Well, <laughs> oh, I'll have the video back by the time this comes out. <laughs> um, I think there's a couple episodes actually that will be out before um, by the time I get this uh, the film back. But I'm hoping to have it edited and up by then, and uh, that will be the real challenge. Um, yeah. But yeah hopefully check make sure you check that out um you guys you know i appreciate every single one of you we got a lot of cool fun stuff coming it's sunny outside so make sure you go outside and enjoy it whether you are running whether you are sitting you are doing anything you could be frolicking in a field just go outside enjoy it uh even though the weather is bipolar um that being said though peace out everybody bye